was like the funniest shit. He said this joke sound a little bit shrink. Huh? I'm just laughing at that. I'm just laughing at that. Because I said not straight enough. Really. What Trump's America. Kind of things you're allowed to say. That was really funny. That was really fucking funny. <laughs> keep talking, Joe. God damn it. Let's go, Joe. All right. Should I keep talking or should I shut up? No, Asmar's as as been talking plenty. I'm working to get his fucking thing. <clears throat> Do some vocal exercises, Vocal Joe. exercises? Work on your enunciation. My enunciation? No, I think my enunciation and my pace is pretty good. How are your vowels? My vowels? Your vowels. Hey. No, I'll just keep talking about... When you did the alphabet, you did you leaving. get all vowels in the It's going to be weird. We were just talking about how like you leaving is noticeable because very few folks come to the office as consistently as you do. Like you leaving, it's it's a compliment. I get, yeah, it's a compliment coming from me. I guess. I mean, we can do our work from anywhere. Everyone can work from home at this point. But what what are you what are you implying? I'm just saying, you just put yourself in this category of like amazing. Your your compliment was, it's it's you do such a good job because you're like me. That's what you said. No, I meant like (laughs) you're here in the office all the time. That's not a good or a, a good or a bad thing. It's no, not. I, mean, I, I like my biggest concern working from home was. <laughs> Fuck you, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> he's just here to troll me. He, he's yeah. actually perfected this like ten minutes ago, and yeah. he just wants to see how long he can make us it's like good. talk about random shit. Just, this is the actual podcast, and we just yeah, figured it I, out. I have already Fuck. said that I am fully in favor of that. I we literally just fucking post this, and I recorded great. a good like three minutes of you just saying shit. It would be great. Just like did really did good. you get the, pol- the polish and the sausage? <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't get that. <laughs> but, yes. I, but I got you talking shit about other things, and I did hit the record button, so oh, okay. it's recording. And oh, okay. Hello, muggles. Oh, hello. How are you doing? I can't tell if this is him testing or if this is just his sign-on for the... Yeah, it's a sign-on. Just... I think What's, what, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful oh. day for a neighbor. Oh shit! That was fucking really I know, good. right? Oh, he was an acapella. So holy shit! Asmar did acapella. So it's this is a neighborly like, day I in this beauty that, A neighborly day for a beauty. Would you be mine? Well, shit. Could you be mine? That's the goddamn intro right there. I just wrote this. I just came up with it myself. So this could be our, this could be our theme song. This is an original track. What's up, everybody? It's your boy V. Lord V might pop up. You know he's always wilding out on shit. We got Indiana Joe. Glad to be back again. Joe Real Indiana Steel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Make America America. America Joe. Demolition Joe. Geo Maybe P. Joe. Has he been upgraded to the Code Joe's yet? <laughs> oh, Code Jost. <laughs> be a lot of bad puns. That's my yeah. That's, my that's thing. Asmar's thing. The owner of Joe's Garage and Joe's Pizza. No, I don't have a Again, garage. I don't think that's true. We talked about this last time too. Yeah, there's more. Yeah, I'm bullshitting. <laughs> I should just walk in there and be like, "I'm Joe. I want this parking spot." Dude, that I would, would be fair. totally do that. And then we have Chris Asmar. Asmar. Very excited to be here. Not those videos y'all listen to on YouTube of people eating. Not those videos. Asthma. I feel like you have to be more specific now because that could be a weird category of things. I feel like, oh, that <laughs> is like a very videos valid of, point. Videos of people <laughs> eating on YouTube is That's a, super a wide point. variety of very strange things. You know, you are, you're, you're correct. Uh, 
What the A S M R? I keep wanting to spell your last you name. You get a special here. microphone. You talk on different sides of it. I don't know if this. I'm moving my head back and forth. <laughs> I don't think it has any effect on this microphone. No, definitely doesn't. <laughs> but can, then it helps people go to sleep or something, or maybe it's vaguely sexual. I'm not totally sure. I think they're so full of shit with those things. But who who knows? It, it might be it. So wait, what is it again? I it's a don't it's, know this, and I think other. I think folks it's relatively know. recent. It's ASMR, which I assume is an acronym for something. I don't actually know. Is it literally pronounced the way it's spelt, or you just say out the acronym? I've, I've heard people say ASMR. Okay. Yeah, I've never but it's heard basically people. It. There's these specialized microphones that, like, you know, if you're wearing um, headphones that go around your whole head, like, you know, around your whole ears, if you go on one side of the left side of the mic, it goes through the left speaker. If you go on the right side, it goes through the right side. Like, yeah, and okay. people move around the mic. And they'll whisper, and they'll or they'll crunkle, crunkle, crunkle uh, bags. <laughs> no, crunkle. This they'll is do, creepy. This. this is really creepy. No, oh yeah, it's it's uh, a legit. They'll scratch things. Still, that's probably not coming through either. Patreon, uh, fucking yeah. Video. People it's make so a lot weird. of money doing this. It's yeah. like it's like it helps you. It's, it's supposed to help you relax. It's like a meditative thing. Oh god. They'll just talk into it. Yeah. It keeps shit right. Apparently, that's Asmar, y'all. Asmar just. Sang song. Brought on one. to discuss my deep knowledge of words that vaguely look like my name. Yes. Asmar shares a very interesting thing with us. He was singing. He used to be in an a cappella group. I did. And that was really neat. So today, we're going to talk about inventions. But not any inventions. Specific ones. Inventions that we think are overrated or underrated. I think this is going to be pretty fun because who, who, who wants to go first? Who wants to give their first invention that they think is overrated? Joe, you're very proud of yours that you came up with 10 minutes ago. So <laughs> you want to go first? Because fucking Joe didn't know what we were talking about, even though we have like a fucking board and everything. And yeah, I wrote the, the card for this one when we came up with <laughs> yeah, it. This was up. your idea? And you didn't no, know. we were talking about it, and then I put the card up. Oh, so yeah, that's go, on me. Go. But no, no, I've got two good ones that I'm proud of. Spot, but yeah. um, what do you want to do? Overrated first, right? Yeah, see, look, he didn't even listen. He didn't so, even listen to what I said the first time. I like my underrated one better, but my overrated we'll one is, this might be controversial, but I'm going to say the internet. That's my Ooh. overrated invention. Overrated? Internet. Overrated. And here's my here's my thesis. Spinning in his I know, I know. This is this is a bold This is a bold one, but I stand by my thesis, which is there's a whole bunch of things obviously that are, are great about the internet. It's it's reborn. Um, I mean it's completely reinvented the way humanity approaches information, the way what we is it share reborn? things. Um, like it's <laughs> there's so much about the internet that has changed the world and made things more effective and more efficient. But um, we're now seeing the more dark side of the internet, and that's why I make the argument that the internet is an overrated invention because the actual. Oh, that's bullshit! Can you, no, wait, wait, wait. Can you expand bullshit. on? Can you ex- tell us more about the dark side of the internet? Yeah, like, what I mean, mean look at that? where we're at. We're we're steadily getting into a post-truth era, and that has been fueled by the internet. Truth and, ain't truth. And the <laughs> and the Rudy yeah, right? expert uh, says and the inability for media centralized sources of authority, whatever it might be, to actually point out what is true and what is not. The internet has muddled that water, and it's only going to get worse with things like deep fakes, where I can make a video, uh, insert my face onto someone else, or even pretend to look like Obama, um, and put on a voice recording where I can make the president of the United States or a former president of the United States say anything I want him or her to say in the future. And... um, 
get away with it and make it very hard to prove that it's real or fake unless it comes from an academic researcher that can point out the deep fake. So there's a lot of things that are coming up that are going to spread through the internet um, that are going to make this central problem that's affecting democracies around the world, whether it's us um, or look at what's happening in Europe with far-right movements, that is all going to get worse through the internet. And that's why I argue that it's an overrated invention because we were given this amazing, super powerful tool in my pocket, in my smartphone. I have the collective knowledge of thousands of years of human history and I can bring it up in an instant. And that is amazing. But it comes with a dark side and we're just now starting to understand it and it's going to cause a lot of damage before we contain it. And that's why I make the argument that the internet is an overrated invention. But that's only, that's so recent. Like that's so recent. And but look at the impact it's had in two years already. Cool. That, That's why it's so terrifying to me. The internet advances and propels and makes feedback loops so quick. I don't think that makes it overrated. I just think that makes it scary or powerful. My other thing with that is seeing the last two years, it doesn't negate the last like 30 years of fucking epic advancements that have happened that are good. That's the thing. That's my only thing. Even with tech today you see the stuff that okay google facebook so just thinking what the tech companies what they're dealing with now my only thing is that it does not negate just all the great stuff that's been done and that's why i push back to that because i don't think that makes it again i don't think it makes it overrated i just think it makes it dangerous and it just makes it something that we need to be way more cognizant of because the internet I don't think it, I think it might be kind of like at the right amount of hype that it should get be compared to like what it does. I would push back on that on two levels. I think the first main hype that the internet got was the economic gains that the world saw in the 90s and early 2000s right? Digitizing paper records, uh, completely transforming the way people shared information. The internet got the credit it deserved during that boom. It's the second wave of hype that really started to emerge right around 2010, or another great example is like the Arab Spring, this notion that you know, Twitter was helping to propel these revolutions in Iran um, and other places. It helped somewhat, and then ultimately this technology, the internet itself, is being leveraged to more effectively control people. Um, dictatorships are using it very relentlessly. Look at the way China... Um, has has manipulated the internet as a arm of state control, uh, and then you also look at how it's it's actually crushing democracy. So there was this second theory after all the economic gains that the internet was going to revolutionize the way people interacted with their government. It was going to empower them. Um, it was going to give individuals so much more influence. I think the government thing was a real. I didn't. I, at least I never really heard too much of like how people interact with the government with the internet. I just thought I've always heard consistently just how people are going to interact with each other, how the world just got so much smaller. To me, that was, a, that was the gigantic, like, oh, shit, I can now, my pen pal isn't a month away if they're in a different country. They are minutes away or however long it takes them to get the fucking notification. So that's, that's why I don't find that to be an overrated thing. Yeah, I think I... I think I overall disagree with your premise, Joe, but to go along with it for, for a second, I think the thing that you just said, Cam, makes me think of, like, you talk to your pen pal where we can communicate with each other better, but the thing that everybody talks about now with Facebook and Twitter and all that is that you get in your bubble, right, and you only hear from people who agree with you, 
which I think could be just as dangerous as what you're talking about, Joe, because mm-hmm. even if it's not government deliberately shutting down conversation, people, people have done it to themselves. Uh, yeah. You end up, you know, if, if a government doesn't come and lock it down, a lot of people do that to themselves deliberately. Because yeah. It's more comfortable. But that's an extension of my argument, though. Right. The internet was supposed to unite people, and yet it's consistently no. driven communities apart. But isn't, isn't that a, a condemnation of humanity, not yeah, of the internet that's itself? Where, that's where it lies to me, because the idea, I, cryptocurrency to me is like in a good example of what the early internet, like the idea was behind it. Like, oh, you, it's just going to be shit everywhere that anyone can access and do whatever we want with. And what appears to happen is we got these monoliths that control damn near everything. So I think it's more the people, what they're doing with it, as opposed to the kind of like thought behind the invention. But it was supposed to, as a tool, empower the opposition to those monoliths. That was the hype behind that second wave of the internet. No, the monoliths came today where you get like Facebook and shit like that. Like those became because they control so much of the narratives that happen. To me, those are the, the monoliths. That's like the internet mm. was not necessarily like governments or anything. Like governments rarely ever to anything I knew about the internet when it was becoming what it is today. That was rarely ever a thing that I know I heard. It was more just about the technologies people can build on them that would help people and wealth and whatnot. But government... I never really heard it come up a lot. It's only been now that some bad shit has happened, and yeah, this shit, this shit is bad. Yeah. Like, well, it's, actually, it's what's totally on board with the concept of the internet? I do agree that the way that a lot of people have used it, and especially big corporations have used it, is very much counter to that original founding concept. Yeah, so I agree with that 100. percent Yeah, and I think that's what's most important, though. I mean, the internet has been causing all sorts of trouble in third world countries. And we've historically ignored those issues, thinking that it couldn't happen here, and then it did. Um, And a great example of that is think about like India, right? There's been, um, I was reading this really interesting piece in the New York Times about how over the last couple of years, what's been happening in India is um, a rumor will spread that someone in a town Oh, is, oh, this uh, is the WhatsApp a, thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yep. Yeah, Thank you. It's bonker. WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Um, rumor will spread in a, in a town or a village. Also owned by Facebook. WhatsApp. It's essentially the same thing. So that's where I say that, that monolith. Um, and what will happen is, you know, someone will claim that this individual is a child rapist and a gang will form and it'll spread on WhatsApp. And, and there are people who have been beaten to death, killed, shit. followed. I mean, it's terrible. Um, and it's a great example of what happens when the internet isn't used in a way that actually helps educate people or sets some kind of restriction so over... That's the people again. What's that? So that's the people again. I think we figured out all the issues in the world. Yeah, I mean, every invention that has problems, whether it's underrated, overrated, whatever, it's all going to come back to people. Fucking muggles. Um, so we've now concluded that Joe is wrong. <laughs> I disagree. Episode title. New yeah, podcast right. title. <laughs> Listen to Joe, Joe is wrong. wrong. But if your definition is no, to I, leave people out of it, then we can't talk about any invention. Of course, what so matters we'll is how people implement the invention. That's ultimately the bottom line for me. The power. Give me more power. Okay. Asmar, what do you have as your underrated invention? My underrated? Let's yeah. it up. Let's be a little more positive. <laughs> uh, I like it. My underrated invention that I'm very excited to talk with you guys about is the bicycle. 
Oh, shit. I was not thinking of that at all. Nah, this bicycle. So <laughs> Joe's like, Joe's this? not a fan of bikes. I know that. <laughs> I feel like Joe's going to get a lot more upset about this than we did about his internet comment. That was the that's quickest. Fine. He just like, Ugh. He just walked away, people. He's gone. I <laughs> know. <laughs> a bike. What the fuck? So, yeah, the bicycle is the most efficient form of transportation in terms of fuel in and energy out. We have not, human beings have not invented anything more efficient than the bicycle yet so far. True. It's good for your health. It's good for the cities that you live in and their infrastructure. True. It gets you from place to place. Shit, this is becoming harder for me to have. And yet, at least in America, there's other countries where people like their bikes a lot more. But at least out here, people hate bikes. They don't want, they don't want bike lanes. They don't want people on bikes. Yeah, I don't understand that shit. And we're in California. They don't want bike infrastructure. Yeah, ostensibly liberal California. And yeah, Shut that shit true. down. That's weird as fuck. Yeah. Hell, I had a hard time getting bike lanes in D.C. when I was in local government there. Yeah. I, I had old people literally telling me, you're declaring a war against the old in cars, and you're, <laughs> you're a horrible person. You're declaring a war? What yeah, the and fuck? I, it's a bike lane. It's white paint on the side of a road. I'm yeah, not even not talking not protected. Not even a real bike lane. Yeah, not even a protected bike lane. Bike it's just lane, somebody just... comes by with a paintbrush and paints a picture exactly. of a bike on it. And yeah. I was taking away one parking spot, and God forbid, everyone freaked out. So yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm not going to argue that you don't hate old people, <laughs> but <laughs> wow. I think I agree with you. And I just got defending them on our last podcast. Yes. I proudly defended this the elderly. This amazing. I'm so vindicated right now. <laughs> I, I damn, I have, I have no argument against that. Yeah, I think especially I grew up in the Northeast where bikes are a little bit more appreciated, and there were bikes everywhere and bike lanes everywhere. And I was just up in Seattle two weeks ago, and they had bike lanes everywhere too. So there, it, it's getting people are starting to appreciate it a little bit more, I think. But I think. Traditionally, it has been very underrated. It's cheap, easy to maintain. It's lightweight, most efficient form of transportation. I don't know what else to say. Well, bicycles are great. All Get those one. things are correct, except for the fact that most people can't realistically use a bike to get from point A to point B, where they live, from their home say to where they work. Why, why do you oh. think that? So think about this. Okay, great example. If I look at my parents in Indiana, right? My dad works. What is it? Twenty miles away. From Shout the steel mill, like how the how the hell is he going to get from Valparaiso, Indiana, to Gary, on a bike? Wait, you said just, like how long? How far away? I think it's like twenty miles or something. I'd have to, I'd have to open it up on Google Maps and I mean, give you. A, he's in good shape. He's not in good shape. That's the other problem too, uh, in terms of bike forty miles a day would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he would. He would do really well. We got a remedy. Um, I don't know. I think there's just a couple practical things that get in the way of your vision of bikes revolutionizing transportation. I think a very specific subset of people can fully take advantage of bikes. You, myself, Cam, like we're young professionals in an urban setting with a shower in our office where it's acceptable to come in all sweaty, get showered real quick and put on our clothes. But not everyone lives in that like perfect combination of circumstances. No, I agree with that. I think that's actually a big part of the problem. And I, I think it's kind of a vicious circle where people have said that's inappropriate because you can't ride a bike because yeah. you need to be here in a certain way and you just fuck it I up mean, for everybody yeah you know, we could talk i could go on about this for ages but i mean the whole concept of suburban living in the first place where your dad lives 20 miles away from he, where he works my dad does too he commutes in it's it was half an hour a long time ago now it's like an hour and a half yeah but i mean traffic. because traffic has gotten worse because more people are driving and, and not riding bikes but 
I, yeah, all those things are infrastructure problems that I think come from the same mentality that has led people to think that bikes are More, bad. Yeah. I was going to say underrated, but no, I think they're underrated. It all comes from the same place. Yeah, I don't even want to agree with Asmar because I don't want you to think I'm just continuously trolling you, even though mostly I am, Joe. Yeah, I know, Cam. Uh, it's okay. That shit is, that's a fucking good one. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I have nothing. You know, I was reading, I have no idea if this is true. But hey, we're, this is on the internet, and like Joe said, it <laughs> doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Uh, Truth. But I, I read that scientists still don't fully understand what causes a bike to stay upright when you, when you get it moving. That they're actually, they actually don't really get it. Maybe it's a gyroscope. Sure. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like, like someone wants news to Google to this and check and put it in the comments or whatever and make me look like <laughs> yes. an idiot. That's totally fine. Fake but <laughs> I definitely, I definitely read that somewhere that mysterious. there's still not a lot of full understanding. Can either of you explain it to me? I don't think you can. I, no, no, I'm definitely. I have no fucking clue. Yeah. <laughs> no idea whatsoever. Okay, let me think. Do I need to do underrated or overrated? Oh, overrated now for you. If we're gonna overrated. Go Joe did overrated. I did underrated. Okay, yeah, I got overrated. Um, that's the homie Valencio Lin in the background cleaning up. Uh, overrated. Oh, uh, cutlery. Specifically fucking forks and spoons. Is overrated? I, yeah, I overrated? fucking overrated. What? Well, like, I can eat shit with my hand. Uh, no, what? Boom. Okay. Boom. I mean, yes, you could, but... Why is it specifically over? Just because Wait, can, you can, can eat? Can, how, how, like, are we talking everything? Literally, like chopsticks? Forks, no, just like, um, like forks and forks only. Only forks. Like specifically knives forks. Knives. I, spoons I, I are okay. I like knives. I, spoons. I don't know. They, forks are the most practical ones. For what me. about a spork? A spork. I love a spork. It's just a fork. Just forks I, specifically. The fork is fucking stupid. Why is it stupid? Because I can use my hand. Why? Why do I need to? I can use my hand. And then the spork is a two-in-one. If I needed it, boom, I can stick it, cut the steak with my knife if I want. Y'all yeah, thought I was crazy with the internet? Are you, and we're going to do forks? I think Cam's convincing me here, Joe. I mean, like, like, it's it's like legit, it legitimately is, like, it drives me fucking crazy. When I saw the spork, like, the first time with the KFC, I was like, this shit is genius. Mm. Like, you just eliminated this, this need for two things, and you got it right there. And I just can't. I've also understand. seen sporks that have a serrated edge on one side, so you can also use this knife. No fucking yeah. way. Although then you put it in your mouth and you cut your lips <laughs> open. It's not. It's not pretty. But I have seen those. I've never used one because I don't want to look like the Joker. But I, I have seen them. No, I, I, I genuinely think forks are crazy overweighted. And then if you go to like the little fancy ass restaurants or some shit, you got like three different fucking forks. Oh yeah, you got your salad fork. You got your entree fork, you got your dessert oh, fork. Oh, I get so confused. Yeah. Yeah, I just want one fork. You, got like, you start on the outside, you work your way in. I learned so. that. But yeah. then what? there's like a fork just specifically for like fucking crab or some shit like that. And I'm just like, what the? Oh, it's like smaller and it can fit yeah, in, yeah, it's, in the shell. Yeah, it's like, come on. Do, do, do we, why can you not just put this fucking spork down and I'm good? So what this doesn't make me think of it as, uh, I think it's Alton Brown, the chef. Oh, yeah. I fucking love it was Alton Brown. Somebody, I think, it was, work, I think it was him that said this. Maybe it was Gordon Ramsay, one of these famous guys. <laughs> um, but said that you shouldn't have anything in your kitchen that only does one thing. And prior to this conversation, I hadn't thought of a fork as something that only did one thing. Just I could think of a lot thing. of things that forks do. But now you're kind of making me think, well, a fork only does one thing. It's 
oh, let me stick this. If I wanted to just pick something, I could use the knife as well. well. You, can, you can pick, yeah, you can like shovel, pirate. you yeah. can like cut with it if you... What, the fork? Yeah, with a fork. If you put it the other way and you move you just down, said like everything it has, it has a to be sport very tender what you're cutting. You said nothing that a spork could no, do. No, a spork couldn't cut as well. I can't believe we're getting this. Neither of them are neither of them are sharp. Cam's uh, convincing me here. Like this shit. I'm, it, it, I'm, moving, like I'm moving right now. I'm just gonna I'm gonna unpack all my stuff. Oh, if I see a fork <laughs> in your apartment. Don't bother, guys. I swear to God, Asmar, I'm looking for forks when I go visit you. And if I see them, I'm gonna be Oh, furious. Joe's gonna visit me. But it's like if you got a fucking spork, then you're good. No, this is no forks. See, you letting big forks. government and you letting mm-hmm. see that's it. <laughs> Brainwashed that's it right by there. big fork. Yep. <laughs> Wait, let, I'm the big government guy yeah. after my whole thing about the internet. Yeah. C- clearly, look at look at you. You you can't see the light. Like you're so blinded by needing this fucking fork. If you had a spoon, you could just hold it up to your eye and you wouldn't be able to see through it. You wouldn't be blinded anymore. <laughs> like the matrix has clearly gotten you. Yeah. No, it has not. You can't even understand how a fork is fucking overrated. It's not overrated. It's it's just perfectly rated. It it does what it needs to do. I feel like I, I understand where you're coming from, Cam. I, I also don't think I'm going to be giving up my forks. I mean, see, like, that's not, that's the key. If I'm he gives up his forks, then up. you're right. I like to cook though. I'm I'm, I'm big. I'm big. So you're saying guy. that forks have a utility then? They have. Well, the point. The question isn't do these things have a utility. It just are it's, they are they over or underrated? Yeah, yeah, I don't think they're overrated. Well, all the though. things we've talked about have a utility. Like the internet has a utility. Oh yeah, but I'm, what I'm saying is, I think it's it's fairly rated that you should use a fork. Like this isn't over or under. Joe's gonna use a fork and shove it into the electrical outlet and take the internet down. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> He's I got know the whole how plan. I can stop them. Yeah. I figured it out, guys. <laughs> I also have like comically large forks at my apartment. Like Asmar, when you came over to eat, like Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> They're like I really forgot big. about that. <laughs> you Your girlfriend apologized to me about the forks. Oh god. <laughs> no, Joe. she didn't, did yeah, she? Yeah, she did. Oh, because they were so big? Yeah. No, I mean I use a big fork. Like it's normal size for me, but for her, like it's ridiculously large. I mean, I'm I'm a relatively large man and it was a large it's a big fork. I, I think Joe has something with size that's mm-hmm. like Got these gigantic mugs, <laughs> large forks. Like, there's a consistent theme here of like, what are, what do you need to say, Joe? Like, what what has you so concerned with these large objects? I that think you- I just eat a lot of food and I like coffee. You gotta eat it quick. You gotta eat it quick. You gotta eat it quick. That's that's All right. that's what we're going with. Yep, that's what we're going with. Well, okay, I don't think answer. you can really judge on the the size because with your hands, you'll be picking up a lot more food without the fork. But see, I'm picturing big handfuls of noodles. I'm just thinking, like, this shit is about to be just, boom, I'm done. Like, and, but then it's all cool because you don't have to worry about, like, oh, is, do I have, like, too large of anything? Yeah. Because it's all natural to you. You know, growing up, my, my dad's side of my family is Arab, and we used to eat, my mom's side is Irish, and so we would have sort of weird combinations of food. So it would be, <laughs> like, steak and potatoes, but with pita bread. We called it Syrian bread. And okay. we would literally, you'd, you'd just like people, nobody knew what hummus and all this stuff was back then, but like, just like people do with hummus now, like you rip off a piece of bread, you dip it in the potatoes, you pick up a piece of steak with it and you eat it all with your hands. That was how I ate. I didn't know that was weird until I was like 19. I think that's pretty dope. I eat Ethiopian food at a little, little Ethiopian spot. I'm not using cutlery. Just boom, hand, game. All right. Underrated. Give us a new one, Joe. Soap. 
Soap is underrated. I think soap is underrated. Are you are you saying are something? You out of are you are you upset mind? to be in a in a recording studio cramped in with two other guys right now? Is that you trying to say something right now? <laughs> yeah, like no, soap is no. underrated. I think like overall, like soap spearheaded a revolution in, in, in medicine that steered us towards the the idea that things needed to be sterile. And you're seeing a backlash against um standard like procedures to keep things clean to i mean hell even with doctors we're struggling to get people like doctors and and nurses are historically like when you look at the the number of times they wash their hands like there's actually a huge problem with getting doctors and nurses to wash their hands because they're so busy today yeah in 2018 yes yes this is the Um, first i'm hearing of this no no i'll show i'll show you the study and what's causing it is they're just too busy um and i think we take cleanliness for granted in terms of things being sterile um, and cutting down the spread of bacteria and other issues. And the reason why this has become even more important is because of super bacteria or super germs, super, super bugs, bugs. Uh, due to antibiotics no longer being as effective. So it's, it's a two-folded problem that I think is making soap underrated, is that it, it spearheaded this revolution where um, we cut down thousands, hundreds of thousands of deaths per year and just the United States alone in the beginning of the 20th century with the rise of cleanliness. And we're going to see a backlash towards that because I think soap is underrated because we take being sterile for granted. Are you um, talking specifically in, in hospitals? Yeah, or like that's mean, what I'm trying to understand. Oh, I'm talking about soap that kills bacteria, just to be clear. I'm not Doesn't talking that about... also create super bacteria? Because you need some of it. Antibacterial soap and um, Purell and those kind of things, mm-hmm. those also have the same effect. Yeah, but the issue with superbugs is antibiotics. It's not the alcohol that literally just kills every germ. It's the antibiotics that are... But are we that. sure now that shit kills every germ? Because these fuckers are getting strong. Yeah, no, I've definitely it's, it's not hand sanitizer. 100%. It kills most germs, but the 99.9% yeah. claim isn't even substantial. When I'm talking about soap, I'm talking about literally what you use to wash your hands and kill bacteria. Uh, I'm not talking about like body soap or anything like then that. Then you can't just say soap. Because soap is perfectly rated. No, I would, I would argue that soap for the sake of Underrated. sterilizing things is not rated highly enough. I think people have forgotten, and this could even be extended, this argument could be extended to something like a vaccine. Um, there are, but you said soap, Yeah, but vaccine, I'm arguing that it. at its core, there's Yeah, but he a, wanted to talk about vaccines, so. Well, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's soap, like. You're a controversial speaker, Joe. You've got to be I ready know. for. Trailblazer. So. Yeah. Trailblazer. I'm trying to keep, you know, I'm not picking like bikes and forks. I'm trying to go for the higher stuff. He's trying to um, pick things that are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you no, told I'm, us your angle. I'm well, well, just to be clear, I don't think Cam or I are arguing that soap, we should be using less soap. Yeah. I don't think. No, I'm saying but. it's an underrated thing. Okay. Mm. I think that soap is taken for granted and folks have forgotten what it was like in an era before soap where you did not focus on keeping things clean, and, and people, people died, like, died left and right and from yeah. bacterial okay. infections. Okay. So it's the historical value of soap. There's, the, there's that historical value of soap, and then in addition to that, we're actually entering a repeat of that era as superbugs become more deadly. Where need super soaps. <laughs> I try so hard. I, I, didn't, I didn't even mean that as a joke. That was, I mean, that's, we need something, right? So Isn't cleanliness that? is going to become even more important in the future, because right now, like... Given how impactful antibiotics have been, you could get away with not being concerned about washing that cut. And if it gets infected, you're fine. You take an antibiotic, you're okay, right? 
Whereas in the future, 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now, we're going to have nanobots by the end. I'm man. worried about like your family and who you spend time with because it would never occur to me to not wash a cut. Yeah, like I just throw some boom. Water there are people it. wash cuts, but I'm just saying that I think it's an underrated thing because it's going to become so much more important. I got you. With like. People aren't thinking about it enough yet. They don't think about it enough. They don't understand how important it is. And frankly, like, again, going back to my example of, like, doctors and nurses not washing their hands enough, like, the reason why those superbugs spread in hospitals is the main reason is when a doctor or a nurse goes from one patient room to another, something as simple as picking up a clipboard next to an infected Mm -hmm. patient. Mm -hmm. If you don't religiously use soap. Why you got to bring religion into this? Just soap. <laughs> like, come on now. Um, washing your feet, man. You go into a, yeah, there's, yeah. There's, some, there's some soap analogies there. But anyway, uh, I think it's, it's an underrated invention. Okay, it I'll saved give you a lot soap. of lives and we take it for granted and it's going to become even more important yeah. as antibiotics lose effectiveness. It goes under the radar. I like it. Um, mm-hmm. There's going to be a transitional period between antibiotics losing effectiveness and us coming up with something that can be just as effective as antibiotics, um, bacteriophage is one one instance of that that could be successful. Okay, Joe, we get it. Soap is underrated. Damn it. <laughs> no, I get where you're coming from. No, no, I'm yeah, laying, I'm laying a lot of, And then argument. you think, so like... So there's going to be a period while we transition either to better antibiotics or something to replace yeah. it where soap will become even more important. And then the population is growing. Because so. you can't risk any level of infection. Right now, you can wash a cut once, you kind of are like, eh, whatever, and you spread Neosporin on it, which is technically an antibiotic, Yeah, and you're fine. But in the future, that cut could kill you even if you because take yeah. proper precautions that antibiotic can't handle that shit okay we're gonna wild card this you get to pick underrated or overrated one chris oh just pick one yeah can i pick the one that i already was gonna do anyway yeah <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't know <laughs> i got it go. over it what did i do last night you did like is underrated you did overrated it's only two things it shouldn't be this hard to keep track of. i know <laughs> Fifty fifty. Yeah, you did. You did. Uh, you did overrated. Yeah. No, I did underrated. The bicycle was underrated. Yeah. There so you now go. There overrated. You go. There you go. This is just Look high it. quality content right here. Clearly, this <laughs> shit is hard to do, guys. This is hard, folks. Joe didn't want to see how, uh, let people see how the sausage gets made. <laughs> he said we shouldn't say it, but now this is a glimpse into. You get the real into the creative minds. That real steel. Yeah. Indiana steel. Sausage to steel. Overrated invention. Indiana steel. <laughs> Bridges collapsing. Buildings falling down. <laughs> wow. Just wow. This just, is just the bashed Joe episode. All this infra- infra- infrastructure collapsing around us. We've come full circle. This is amazing. Wait, is that your actual answer? No, no, no. I don't. I don't know enough about steel to say if it is or not. So I'll let I'll let the listeners decide what they think about Indiana steel. Um, overrated. Oh, actually, this is good because Joe and I were talking a little bit about if this would count as an invention or not. And so I'm actually curious to, to hear what Ooh, he thinks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my overrated invention is Airbnb, the app Airbnb. Ooh. Um, I mean, I would consider it an invention. Nobody did the shit. We can, we can come back to that, but let me talk a bit about this. I, I have used Airbnb a handful of times, and I hate it. It's the worst. <laughs> Like, I'm, you're paying the same amount of money that you pay for a hotel. I was so not expecting that line. You pay the same amount of money, more or less, you pay for a hotel. Or if you don't, it's because you're staying in somebody's shitty basement. 
where you're sharing a bathroom <laughs> with a dog. And it, hotels, there are run by professionals. There are teams of people there to help you. You can get toiletries. It's clean. Mm-hmm. It's reputable. I don't know. Airbnb. I don't. Not to even mention all the problems, the housing problems that they cause, and and all that. Like I don't. Yeah. We won't even go into that. We can if you want. But like, yeah. I like a hotel. I like I like a place where it's everything's set up and nice. And I think Airbnb has has destroyed a lot of that industry. Not a fan. Damn. I wasn't thinking of Airbnb. I do like hotels. Well, I, I like the idea on how like someone can make some extra money. I think that's kind of kind of cool. Yeah, but I mean to to talk about Joe's point with the internet, that's not how it's ended up being used. True, because now are, they're people are buying it to hotels, up it tons like. of of apartments and yeah. condos yeah. that otherwise you could rent long term, and and it's True. just the same people. Now people just buy up a whole building if they can afford it and Airbnb yeah. it out, and now suddenly you own a hotel. I know some places are trying to fight that, but yeah, not yeah. very successfully. Damn. Yeah, the Airbnb that I just booked looks really great, good price. Then I'm like, oh, wait, there's not a carbon monoxide detector in it. And they clearly label that. I'm like, that seems like a standard safety practice. Why Why is there not a well, CO2? Not, yeah, you need yeah. the fuck? Yeah, it was very, very strange. Okay, uh, now I'm kind of on this board of what the fuck Airbnb. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Airbnb has destroyed entire, like, cities in terms of... Oh, yeah, now they got, like, the like something going on in uh, Miami, I think it is. I don't know. Um, I mean, it, it has done a lot to increase gentrification. Uh, to Asmar's point, there are literally, like, professional Airbnbers who will come in and buy a bunch of apartment units. This um, building across the street that we can see out the window here, literally the front door was just loaded from top to bottom with those, those locking. You plug in the code, and it opens, and there's a key inside. Uh, you couldn't even open the door all the way because yeah. there's so many of those things jammed on and there. And that means Damn. that instead of, like, a local resident being able to have a real place to live, you now instead have an Airbnb uh, unit. And in a city like L.A., where the supply and demand of housing um, is so off, yeah. Airbnb exacerbates the problem. And I don't think they've done a good enough job making the case for how they could, like, help this problem or at least, like, go against it. Yeah, um, they've done a terrible job of making an argument uh, against government regulations against them. Yeah. Well, you and I feel like they don't get the flack that other, like Uber and Lyft and some of these other things that are you know the sharing economy. Yeah. Maybe that's what I think I actually don't like is the sharing economy. <laughs> See, that's where <laughs> because, you should go. That was my argument. Just, you need to go it's higher just with a, invention. It's, it's just there an excuse go. to pay people shit there to do go. your job for you and not have benefits. Yeah, and things like oh, that. Oh, they're not really employees. They're yeah. just dri- drivers. Yeah. We just connect people on the street with people driving their car. No, you fuck and you. And the whole vision <laughs> there was yeah, you don't have a boss. You can make your own hours. You can work on the side, and it's just turned into this like tech dystopia of a bunch of people who can barely make enough money. They work a day mm-hmm. job. They go home at night. They drive around in an Uber. And then Asmar pukes in their car on a Friday night. <laughs> he doesn't tip. A Friday night. I'm talking about every Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> which, which one? Like, be specific. Like, if you look at the, the life of an Uber driver, it, it seems pretty horrible. Yeah, it's the same thing. They, they sell, just like the Airbnb thing, that's supposed to be, oh, you're going to be gone for the weekend. Let somebody crash at your place. Uber's supposed to be, oh, you got a free, week, free afternoon. Drive yeah. around for a bit and make some... No, it's, really it's not how it's, it's, yeah. So I guess I'm on Joe's side internet-wise now because I've, I've used the same argument to defend <laughs> my point. I love it, full yeah. circle. Yeah, I won you all over with soap, and I'm I winning you, you all over with it. Although, actually, no, I, I, I changed my mind on that again. <laughs> because, <laughs> because, well, right well, because I, because I, uh, 
I honestly think the world would be better if we got rid of Airbnb and Lyft and Uber. I don't think the world would be better if we got rid of the internet. No, no, I'm not proposing we get rid of the internet. I'm saying that we should change the way the internet gets used. I think it's leading the world into a, a do, dangerous you, direction. You want what, like a decentralized internet? That shit ain't going to work. Not right now, at least. Not right now, but one day. That would be awesome. Yeah, one day. Okay. I'm doing an underrated one. Cool. And it's going to blow you out of my eyes. The battery. The, the battery, battery. Or, like, the battery and electricity are criminally underrated. You Continue. If you think about it, if you didn't have the battery, you're not having your phone, you're not fucking damn near everything is gone. Fuck off, Tesla. No more you. You don't think like, people have an appreciation for, for the battery? No, I don't think, like, nearly enough. Just And then to take it a step further, thinking of, like, electricity, being able to, like, the light bulb and whatnot, to have that, like, instant ability to, boom, I got light now. That, like, changed the way people sleep. That changed the way people work. Like, lives completely changed. You got to pick one, battery or light. Shit, I'm going electricity. Electricity is, is what, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I think electricity level. is the thing that's so fucking underrated. We're going to talk about what's an invention. We definitely didn't invent electricity. We didn't, but, like, <laughs> the, the ability to harness yeah, it. Yeah, I get what he's to, saying. Yeah, I'm not going to use it. And that's where I would go, like, to then when you think of, like, the light bulb and then the more portable option would be the battery mm-hmm. because now I can bring a flashlight anywhere I go. I mean, like, everything that we've been able to we can do now some way those inventions have like completely morphed just human society well the battery 10 years ago i would have agreed with you but i think tesla has like drawn so much more attention to the battery the gigafactory batteries and electric cars like How's they're that getting stock doing joe yeah, that's true <laughs> uh they're getting a lot more attention I think they brought attention to... the light bulb, I agree with you, 100%. They brought attention to, like, electric cars, but the battery in and of itself, no, because people don't even know how them shits work. They don't understand. They got the power wall. They got the, you know, all the different... Again, power walls don't sell well. Because when you say battery, the first image that popped into my head is, like, the classic, like, Duracell. like a Duracell. From the commercial, yeah. Like, those shits I don't. I didn't even think about Tesla and that kind of stuff. They're they're everywhere. You think about, like, every remote you have has a battery in it. Mm -hmm. Like, anything you do, for the most part, a battery plays a huge role in either being able to store that energy or, like, disperse it for you to use, like, whenever you want. And I don't think, like, that's appreciated nearly enough. The light bulb has been around for just long enough that we've forgotten what an impact it's had. Mm -hmm. Like... Most people alive today don't remember a time without a light bulb or electricity. Yeah, widely yeah, available. yeah, definitely. Um, so that's why I was like really agreeing with you on the the light bulb point. Yeah, just that that ability. Like, think of what people had that you had to fucking burn a torch. Yeah, it's an expectation <laughs> like, now that I can like, go home and have light. Yeah, I if I don't like, I flip that switch and it's not. No, if I'm not in my car and my fucking geolocating trigger comes on yeah. when I get into the driveway and the lights aren't on, it's like, what the fuck is going on right now? I think the other thing, too, that a lot of people forget, and I forgot this, so I can speak for myself, is just how recent a lot of this stuff actually is. Mm-hmm. I'm reading Jimmy Carter's memoir right now. Oh, I just bought that. Um, a Full Life, I think it's called. Plug for for Jimmy Carter. Shout if out. he wants to come on. JC, get out of the um, baby. I think you're an underrated president. I agree with that. But yeah. let's not let's not get Joe started. <laughs> let's not get GOP Joe started on that. The reason I say that is because Jimmy Carter is still alive, obviously. Well, as far as we know. Um, and 
real near the beginning updates. of his his memoir, he's talking about growing up on a farm in Georgia, Georgia, not not you know somewhere that's out really in the middle of nowhere, but he was talking about remembering when we got electricity and like a refrigerator and that they had never had that before, and this is like the like the like yeah the that's 30s. pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like eighteen twenty. This is yeah. like, and then the shit like the grid wouldn't always work. Yeah, like it was hacky sack. Just like, oh shit! I hope we got light right now. Wasn't it until after World War II that the power grid and just any electrical appliance became affordable enough for every element of American life to yeah, afford? Yeah, I think it. that's yeah, around I, the time I, he was yeah, talking about. I, I think this so. is late late forties, early fifties. I think I don't remember. Oh, I thought you were me. saying the thirties before because that makes. I think sense. I did. Like, but I think I was wrong. Great. Great. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you say that. I think I. Yeah, I overestimated that. For that, but yeah, after World War II, especially with, with mass production kicking in and. Um, you know, the explosion of the middle class, that's when things like refrigerators, anything related to modern yes. appliances and electricity. So y'all need to stop hating on these batteries and this light. Y'all better start appreciating this shit. <laughs> God damn it. Joe Makes has sense. things to do, and he's only got 15 minutes. I've got time. Give us one, Joe. You pick what you want to do. Oh, another one? Oh, I only had two. Um, <laughs> one sec. Maybe I again, can keep again, my seeing how seeing how the sausage is made. <laughs> Maybe you know, I, I want to keep up my controversial streak. How about sausage? How do you feel about sausage, Joe? Controversial streak. I got to find something interesting. Um, underrated. Yours haven't been controversial. They've been poorly picked. Don't I mean, fault Joe for his bad opinions. I was gonna. <laughs> he's doing his best. I was gonna keep with the clean theme and do antibiotics again. Oh God! Okay, that's just the same thing. Yeah. I know it's just an extension of my soap argument. Just so I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of something off the top of my head of underrated or overrated. Um, what about a product that you've used recently? Yeah. A product that I've used recently, or uh, or something? Is, yeah. Or you were real excited about it, and then you? Because I'll give you. I'll throw you one out. What do you think about duct tape? Overrated. Oh, oh, duct I tape love is duct fucking tape. great. But I, I don't know anybody that doesn't like yeah, duct, duct tape. Yeah, duct tape has the proper no, it's level It's not a of matter of liking it. I know. Motherfuckers don't even know duct tape is in space right now. It is literally so duct tape, in duct tape, space. I feel like the hype on duct tape is very, very high, but it should be higher. Yeah, I feel like, dude, is that, yeah. I, feel, I went to a friend's house, and we I saw a chair of his that we had broke, and this was like years ago, and we duct taped it. Yeah. And I sat in the chair and like completely forgot and like went in my pocket and felt the duct tape because it was just like, oh, hand reached. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? And it like the memory instantly came back. I'm like, dude, this is like five years ago we broke this chair and this duct tape is fucking strong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's not budging. Like, bring it. Yeah. I've been sleeping on an air mattress the last what, four or five nights while I'm moving. And I think two nights in, little tiny hole. Oh, so annoying. I woke up just on the ground, totally deflated. There's <laughs> no lot of pain. A little duct tape, all set. Easy. I think that might be the first one we universally agree on. I love duct tape. It's amazing. But is it does it get the love it deserves? We all love duct tape, but does it get even I don't enough think it love? does. And one of the funniest jokes I've ever heard was someone was arguing, it was a married couple, and they're arguing back and forth, and the wife, she go. Uh, the husband goes. Silence is golden. And then the wife looks at him. She grabs some duct tape and she's like, "Duct tape is silver." And I was like, "That's fucking amazing." Because I was like, "She's about to duct tape this fucker in well, silver." I, I think I give personally duct tape the right level of appreciation. But now that I'm hearing y'all, there are definitely great. folks who never use it for anything practical in their lives and they don't understand how awesome it is. In terms of my underrated thing, 
It's not a product. It's a brand, if that's fair enough. Yeah, I went fine. there okay. recently. Home Depot. I think it's underrated. Underrated, okay. Huh. Home Depot is amazing. And the reason why I'm saying it's underrated is because, you know, the destruction of brick-and-mortar stores is all the rage with Amazon and everything. Amazon ain't shipping you cement. <laughs> and you need to go somewhere to figure out how to fix up your house. A lot of people, like millennials, can't afford to buy new homes. They're going to have to buy fixer-uppers. And Home Depot is going to do real well. Uh, and giving them the guidance they need, I could show up. I Good got point. all I, kinds point. of stuff that I need. Plants there are great. I, I agree with all of this. I'm also shocked to hear the self-described Martha Stewart of Ikea <laughs> talk about Home Depot. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. These are fighting words. And I'm, and no, I'm, I'm proud I'm not, of you. I'm, I'm not proud of you. Ikea. Just You're growing up. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying anything about Ikea. I'm really loyal Talking to about Ikea. fucking overrated. I Ikea may have sucks. gone to Crate and Barrel but, once. I just went in there once and I looked and I did buy I'm a saying, or two. All I'm saying I love Ikea. Crate and barrel, Ikea fine, whatever. I don't Ikea know. is the only place where I can shop and then get the meatballs in between <laughs> the meatballs. shoppings. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, my God, the meatballs. The Swedish meatballs are so good, and they're so cheap. <laughs> Come on, man. You said you love Ikea. You have to understand. I do love Ikea, but I'm not, like, not excited. for the food. <laughs> yeah, like. That's part of the experience. I use a lot of the stuff that I can get from Home Depot in cooking, actually. Because I use a... I use, this is a here's a Here's a fun, real specific... Um, underrated thing. Uh, for cooking, I use a a hand trowel, like that you'd use to like put down. Uh, Never like, heard of that. In the what is this? A what? A, a hand trowel. Hand trowel. Yeah. So like when you put when you put grout like in between stones in the ground or something, you know, this is like the thing. It's got a handle on. It's a metal square or kind of pointed edge, like a, like a shovel but small. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, and you're your hands. gotcha. So I okay. get the one that's just a big rectangle. It's not the pointed one. Mm-hmm. And I, you clean it first, obviously. But I mean, hopefully, it hasn't already been used. But <laughs> you gotta use that soap. Yeah, yeah. Use that yeah. underhand soap. <laughs> and that thing, that trowel is. The, if you're making a grilled cheese. And you want to press down on that? Dude, you just oh. blow my fucking mind. Any kind of food that you would need to give a little squeeze, you need to press oh. it down. That thing, perfect. That's a, damn, that's a really good one. That's a great one. hack. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, because I was about to say cast iron skillet. Cast iron skillet is what? I think that's underrated. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, I think They're not that hard to cook with. No, they're fucking super easy People, people get skillet. scared of them, but they're not hey, that hard. And I don't understand why. I don't, I, I think I really people get, get afraid it. of the having to, having to, um, Season it, having to put the oil on uh, and do that yourself. Yeah, that's a good point. And they can be like they can get rusty. You know, there, there are some things, but if you if you take ten minutes to take care of it, it's not that hard. Yeah, they know. And then you want that season, and they last forever. Exactly. Yeah, that's a pretty damn good cook. He taught me how to cook uh, some orange chicken. Talk about underrated. Joe's cooking. Joe's great. Oh wow, wow! This is quite the endorsement. I would have that never expected that. Tell us more, Asmar. Oh so, my god! <laughs> I, like I said, I like to I like to cook. Oh my god! It's it's one of the things I really like to do for fun, and. You know, it's fun. I love. Here, here's another thing, especially with with us millennials in our avocado toast and and general poverty. Get that people don't like Pass people don't like to cook for themselves. We go out. To, we eat out a lot. We we you know what's the, what's don't cook shit? for ourselves uh, very often. Blue a lot apron. of places. Blue, yeah, blue apron. You know, any of these kind of things. There's another. Uh, it's not really sharing economy, but whatever. It's in, I think it's, it's in a, the same. It's in the same family. I think they're all symptoms of the fucked up system we're in. Yeah. Yeah, we work too and, hard and don't have enough time to cook. Exactly, and I love cooking. I mean, I grew up 
when I was five years old, my mother had me on a footstool next to her at, by the stove, teaching me how to cook and showing me how to do everything. I had my, my Arab aunts, you know, who were 300 years old when I was five years old, showing me how to cook, who would, who would <laughs> chop, sit and chop parsley. And I started chop, doing math in my head. And chop things, because Arab food is super complicated and needs, there's a lot of diced stuff. And yeah. very, you know, if you ever had tabbouleh, you think about that, like when you have to do that by hand, mm. they would literally just sit and chop and dice and chop and dice and, and talk, and that was like how they spent the day. Uh, getting ready to cook dinner for the night. Like at 6 a.m. they would start this. So this was always a big thing in my family. And it was also really important for my, my dad to, like we wanted to have a meal as a family because he, you know, he, he was working and didn't, wasn't at home a lot, but he always did what he could to be home for dinner. Uh, so food and cooking, it's always been really important to me. And I think it's a great way to show love for people. It's a great way to show appreciation for people. It's, it's a... I mean, it's a sexy thing if you're if you're on a date and you yeah. cook for like like oh my god like you cook a nice good meal oh that I mean that's just like being able to play the guitar or anything like it's it's a skill that yeah. you can impress oh, people very much with, so you know? it's so rare and that is I mean it's not I mean I guess technically it's an invention somebody threw a hunk of meat on a fire at some point yeah. and invented <laughs> cooking but uh, <sighs> but no I I I love it uh, and to get back to what Joe was talking about I'm I'm helping Joe learn some recipes and, and start to get into it too and he. Uh, cooked a, a, a Panda Express inspired orange chicken. Man, <laughs> it was delicious. Was it he MSG filled? Oh, it no, was. no, it's a healthy version. Oh, it was. Oh, okay. yeah, it wasn't vegan. Do these things have descriptions? It's through Skinny Taste or something like that. It's not a recipe I came no, up with. It's definitely not uh, vegan. It was chicken. It was no, it was chicken. chicken. But I've made it with cauliflower. You can't make it vegan. Um, yeah, it wasn't bad. I was. I was did shocked. A great job. My my favorite. Element of the whole thing was the vinegar. If you want to talk, about, you want you want to talk about your, your vinegar um, lesson. <laughs> I, I so one of the ingredients is rice wine vinegar, which is yeah. pretty common. So I put that on the list of things that Joe needed to go to the supermarket and buy. Did you just buy some like rare, At random which point, vinegar? <laughs> I struggled really hard in Ralph's to buy these ingredients. You could just ask somebody. And well, I got the types of vinegar confused. There's regular vinegar. Then there's this this specific vinegar. Yeah, as well. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But then because I got, there's no such thing as regular, regular vinegar. vinegar. <laughs> there like are, this is the problem. <laughs> there are like 500 different kinds. I of vinegar. thought balsamic vinegar was the only real type of vinegar. What so I got that. <laughs> it didn't <laughs> orange God, it chicken didn't make it into the That's into the meal. That's fucking awesome, dude. It was so bad. But I, see, this is what's fun is Joe fucked up a whole bunch of the ingredients. But it was still delicious, and we had fun, and we had a blast. Oh, yeah, and I had a lot of creative ways you to did. hack my fuck-ups. Like, you did. I'm very good at recovery. We had a great time. Throw some salt on that shit. Sprinkle some salt. Salt. I used orange Pepper. juice to make up for... Oh, that was a fun one, too. I, I did really like that, because it was... Yeah, you know, one of the ingredients in this, you have to zest an orange. If you don't know what that is, it's, you take a grater on the, on the skin, of, just the outer layer of the skin of the orange, and, and just put it in. Um, and there's also... Orange juice in this recipe, which is what you the base of the sauce. Yeah. Joe bought some oranges so that he could zest them, and also bought a carton of orange juice to pour into the sauce. Hey Joe, do you know where orange juice comes? I from? I know, I know, but and he learned because this is a learning experience that we were on together, and it was great. He uh, learned that you can squeeze an orange. Well, no, I knew and you, you can <laughs> get the juice out of it. That so, way. so to be clear, I knew you could squeeze it. I needed more orange juice to make up for the fact that I didn't buy all the ingredients. So that's why I had the and orange juice. He knew that at the supermarket yeah, when he bought so this what, carton of orange yeah, juice. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Well, dude. no, because I couldn't find some of the ingredients. I already knew. You couldn't I, find the oranges. 
No, no, there was a few other things. No, on there, there are a I few other. Mirin, which is um, like a like a rice wine. Yeah, but that's, sweet I'm still wine. trying to figure out. The, what, how, the, I had fuck ups when in fuck ups. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's what happened. But it still came out delicious, and that's the point. Yeah, no, that's I, awesome. that we had a blast. I, I recovered quite well. And cooking together is so much fun. They just sat and didn't really want to watch, and everything turned out fine. That is cool. Thank you, thank you all, thank you, Asmar. I'm a bitch, thank you. you, man. Asmar leaving us. You want a fucking Amazon town, also known as Seattle, but I'm pretty yeah. sure they're going to change the name to Amazon. It seemed like it. The hotel we stayed in was right by Amazon. It was terrifying. They have destroyed that neighborhood. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> they really have. They didn't their, really fully understand this it. This could be Jeff Bezos statues on every corner. <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's gonna gonna goddamn might as well have been. It was, we could have a whole other episode <laughs> just on this. I don't He's going to stand on the top of those like biodomes they're building. Like, they, hmm. I saw that. I wasn't allowed to go in it because you have to be an Amazon employee. Oh, oh shit. But... Yeah, for blocks and blocks and blocks, just these big black monolithic buildings. No restaurants, no bars, nothing, because all that's taken care of for the employees inside, and we're walking around. It, it was terrifying. Thank God we, are, we looked at an apartment in that neighborhood, and we were like, oh, God, no, this is, this is insane. Hell no, it was like you were like the Truman Show or something. Yeah, that's exactly, it was like zombie apocalypse. Oh, it was shit. on a Sunday, after, beautiful Sunday afternoon, sunny Sunday afternoon, not a soul around, because they're all Amazon employees. And they get Damn. everything inside, or they aren't there. And it was it was weird. It was it, very weird. The one thing I will say is what tech companies are doing now reminds me of old like oil companies. How oh, or like yeah. Carnegie, they had like all the oh, fucking yeah. cities where money, people live. Yeah, the robber store. barons. Yeah, like, robber barons. Like it's fucking amazing. I'm like y'all doing the same shit. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, Just, even the way they treated their employees back then, like they'd give you some of your pay if you work for the, some of those folks, was only available at. The sponsored the company store, store. Yeah. the company store, so all your money went right back into the company. It's very interesting. It's interesting. They out here, but fuck that. We go make a revolution. Yeah. Somehow, but yeah, I love you, man. I'm gonna miss you. I'm gonna miss you too, Asmar. I'll have another guest appearance at some point. I'll figure out a way to either on this or just in the office. <laughs> One way or the other. I'll figure out a way to get to Seattle. I don't. It's not a place I ever think of visiting. I want to visit now. I'm yeah, okay. but now I got it's a reason cool. to be like, oh shit! All right, cool. Let me do I'm, it. I'm moving there now, and I've literally spent two days of my entire life there. So. How many black people have you seen out there? Uh, there was one guy on the street who was drunk and attacked me. Oh uh, shit! Well, I'm glad you're you're that's, okay. That's but pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Damn it! What I tried to take my sunglasses and had a had a half drunk bottle of vodka. <laughs> oh shit! I gotta talk to this dude. There's only one of you. Stop fucking it up, man. <laughs> think about all. Think bigger picture. Goddamn it! Okay, I'm gonna go out to Seattle. Yeah, not not a ton. Oh shit! I think that's where they did like uh, what's that Twilight? Yeah, that's like way up in the in the northwestern part of the state. Oh, we about we to go, looked it up. We about to go Twilight this shit. Probably go find some Forks, fucking, Washington, I think, yeah. Look, it's called Forks. Fucking Forks. There's a reason. We're back on Team Forks because that's where Twilight took place. <laughs> Fuck Forks. Forks have contributed one good thing to the world. They the gave Twilight, Twilight movies. <laughs> oh, thanks again, Joe. Y'all heard some more from Joe, Joe, Joe. I love you, Joe. Love you guys, too. I'm going to miss you, Asmar. I'm going to miss your cooking. You better you get to practice while I'm gone. I will. I'll have a big dinner when I get back. Well, Muggles, you got us again. Thank you. I hope that you don't use your phone and drive. I saw somebody doing that shit today, and it just, like, fucking drove me crazy. 
because he launched off through the intersection with this red light. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, (laughs) I was imagining you being on the freeway and he just like flew off the side of the freeway. I'm like, oh my God, how did you not tell us about this before? I I would have definitely laughed at that shit. Like that would just, but yeah, don't, don't do be on that phone and shit and driving y'all. Like y'all got CarPlay and whatever the Android shit is called and AirPods and all that. Be safe out there. It's wild in these streets. Uh, Remember Black Lives Matter. I don't know why I got to keep reminding y'all about this shit. That besides the point uh if you go buy some steel a couple hundred more years we'll get there <laughs> at our rate yeah like, if you're gonna buy some steel make sure it's real indiana steel <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that pure indiana steel in don't the, buy from china why the fuck would you buy it from china it's super cheap but now it's not anymore overrated oh Mm. Oh, oh I should have brought up China. Oh. I, I'm so surprised you didn't. Like this oh entire time, I've been waiting yeah. on that, but you you didn't. I you failed. missed your chance. Because the Chinese didn't invent steel. Americans did. America. Is, that, is that what you're saying, Joe? <laughs> so it doesn't count. It's American. <laughs> Real America. Makes sense to me. Oh, hey, yo. Great I don't know Joe. how up y'all be on the news, muggles, but uh, what's his name? Paul Manafort? He just got hit with all kind of charge. They and, do. Uh, Cohen. They, yeah, back that. to back. Within they like threw an hour. years at them. How many years they throw at Manafort? Oh, I didn't. I didn't see it. I saw it was what the, the maximum possible charges, sentence though. was three hundred and five years. But three hundred and five years. If I knew the maximum possible sentence for anything was three hundred and five years, I just like you know what this shit ain't worth it. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what, man? Like my spirit go be in prison. Like I don't. Know, he's seventy years old and made tens of millions of dollars doing this shit. So he he more or less already got away with it. Yeah, Fuck yeah. That guy for the most part. I, I'm a Paul big, Manafort. If you're listening, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> That's the greatest way I to end. I assume you're listening. <laughs> fuck you, Manafort. You a bitch. And your big homie Trump. You know how I feel about you. I think you the biggest biggity bitch of all time. And if you rock with Trump, holla at me. We could talk about it. I'm always down. But you, you a bitch too, probably. So I just want to make sure I make that clear. I don't mean to offend nobody. No, I'm lying. I definitely meant to offend you because if you fucking with him, you's a bitch. Simple as that. Mama, I'm sorry I keep cursing so much, but you know I like doing it, so I'm gonna keep doing it. <laughs> Indiana Joe, you want to say anything to the people to say bye? You want to tell them anything? No, I'm. I'm- Okay. <laughs> words, of, words of wisdom I, from Joe. I don't know if I can follow that. <laughs> you just got just got to let it flow out. I told people Lord V just be taking over, and he really does not like Trump. No, I'm I'm much more controlled. I think Lord V and I don't would not get along. Hell no, y'all be cool. You just be too uptight. Oh, I'm uptight, really. Yeah, Me? you be tight. You I get you loose. I I would I prefer measured. Oh, I give you measured. Measured sounds better. Measured and tight. <laughs> nope, just just measured. No tight. No tight. All right, y'all. Y'all have a great <laughs> one. Enjoy yourself. Express yourself in positive ways. If you need help, reach out to somebody. And don't do it on Twitter because that shit ain't healthy. You got to be prepared for these wolves out here. All right. Swerve.